Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Buenos tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de mayo on Tuesday and I hope we'd see each other again you know what I love about the Super Bowl not just that it's an excuse to eat ridiculous food the Super Bowl is the greatest betting day there is. Why? Because you don't just bet on the football game. You can bet on the coin toss. You could bet on the length of the national anthem. You could bet on the the amount of songs done or the order of songs. This is the actual set list of whoever's going to be performing at halftime. The It is the prop bet summit. All the crazy novelty, goofiness bets you can make, they happen during the Super Bowl, it's the best. And if you're going to be betting, there's no better place to do it than betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Oh, baby. Hello, everyone. It is Mikey Likes You. Uh, The Patreon is some fire. Um, You know, I debuted the new show that I'm doing with Kevin from Kevin and Bean um, called Great News. And it is a show devoted only to positive, uplifting stories to put you in a good mood with all that's going on. I think it is necessary, it's needed, and Kevin and I have a blast doing it. Um, So check that out. Um, I I don't really know of any demographic that isn't into good, uplifting stories, but so there you go. Um, And also my Patreon for Mikey Likes You. Um, Thank you to everybody who's been uh, my patron. It really does mean a lot to me, and um, I've enjoyed this experience tremendously. I've put up a lot of what I think to be important articles. And posts, Gloria, Gloria, please relax. Thank you. Um, a lot of important articles and, and, and posts that I think are worthwhile. And also, um, I think that, you know, the offer of the top tier uh, and the ability to work out, work with people on a, on a personal basis has been uh, it's been it's been going well. I really have enjoyed my clients, and I and I feel like there is uh, a reciprocal feeling. Um, yeah, so that's that. Patreon, Mike Catherwood, check it out. Please support the show in any way you can. It only helps me. Um, one of the things that I've talked about quite extensively is nicotine and how much I love it. I am using nicotine as we speak. It is the greatest nootropic on the planet as far as I'm concerned. Um, it it really is something that can heighten your cognitive abilities. It also clearly helps you control um, 
Hold on one second. Oh my god! Let's try this again. My dog just completely turned over like a 50-pound potted plant. Um, so nicotine, you know, I've talked about it extensively, how much I've liked it. Um, John Kiefer, PhD, wrote a great article called Nicotine Declassified, and it really boils down how nicotine can be of assistance in dieting, in metabolic health, uh, cognitive health, and there's all these great aspects to nicotine. But unfortunately, nicotine is associated with a lot of different tobacco products, whether it be smoking or chewing tobacco or vaping, that aren't necessarily that healthy. Um, and you're, you're not going to get any complaints with me if you tell me that you don't want to smoke, vape, or, um, or chew tobacco. Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be taking in nicotine because it in, in and of itself is actually a great drug. And now Lucy is available to you. Put down the vape. Put down the cigarette. Pick up Lucy gum and lozenges. Founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative, finally, you have something that tastes good. It's not filled with a bunch of uh, additives that you don't necessarily want. Believe me, with four milligrams of nicotine, which is a nice little dose, you can choose from wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. They all taste fantastic. Um, They have a lozenge, which is cherry ice flavor. It's excellent. Also four milligrams. It's excellent. Um, and it's a great way for you to take advantage in a very controlled dose of this excellent drug and to, if you're currently using nicotine in some other form that you don't want to necessarily be using, this is a great alternative. I can't recommend this product enough. I actually know the people behind it. Um, I got in touch with them a long time ago through Dr. Drew because I was the one who kept finding nicotine gum, you know, the, like, like the, the empty packets of nicotine gum all over like Gold's Gym in Venice Beach because these uh, fitness models and, and bodybuilders and things know. They've, they've known for a while, which is often the case. They've been ahead of the curve in understanding that appetite control and the, the little bit of metabolic um, assistance that you get from nicotine can really be helpful and also gets you up. It gets you feeling like you're ready to go. Mikey like you, likes you listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, to get 20% off all products, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code M-I-K-E-Y at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code Mikey. All right, so let's get it cracking. Um, I got a lot of, uh, in my first week or a couple weeks of doing the Patreon, I got a lot of um, people... For some reason, it, it was only when I put up the Patreon. It didn't happen throughout uh, my socials or DMs, like anything like that, for over the last year or so. But the, there was a couple people who posted on the Patreon um, that they wanted more insight into my daily regimen, and I was kind of like, "Why?" I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I just. 
I've always prided myself, and and I think that that's been my skill set is communicating to the broad masses. And you know, I I don't see myself as someone who's kind of separate or elite, not only in physique but in performance. Uh, so I I was really kind of confused by it. And I wrote back to those people and I said, look, I, I got to be honest. I don't see any value in that considering everything, every piece of advice I ever have given on this show and ever will give through this show or my Patreon or if you just happen to walk across me in, in normal life and you ask me uh, my opinion on something, everything I say is everything I do. I would never tell you that you should up your protein intake and and that uh, you should train with a higher you know lower rep range and higher weights uh, and just tell you that and not do it. I really I do that. I stick to compound movements. My my training is incredibly minimalist as far as exercise selection, and I pride myself on just hammering those fundamental exercises and and continuing in pro- progression in a linear fashion. That's it, man. But, you know, the more I started to think about it and the more I interacted with these people, the more it started to sound, I guess, a bit like it would be a good idea just to at least give some reference into how to apply all these little ideas about diet and and training and daily habits and things into a more cohesive unit. So that's what I'm going to do. It's just – and also – I'll be very honest. There is some selfish motivation behind it because I've found, and I hope that the people who are my top-tier ride-or-die patrons will agree on this. If you give yourself accountability, it helps so much. And that's the value of, in my opinion, that's the value of having someone coach you in and of itself. The, the value of having someone to be accountable to is huge, someone you send pictures to or updates to that can monitor how you're doing. And when you screw up, you be on it. You know what I'm saying? Like having that level of accountability where especially like pictures or just um, exposing yourself in a way where you know that there's that like direct level of accountability is very, very, very important. And it can be incredibly useful. So I want that out of you guys. So if I can tell you right now, it, as, I, as I record this, I'm seven weeks from my 42nd birthday. And I'm going to use this seven weeks to do almost like a contest prep and and try to get into just some of the best shape of my life. I will chronicle it and let you guys kind of see it. It gives me accountability. I really do appreciate it. Knowing that I have to kind of keep good on my end of the bargain for you really does in turn help me and that's a that's a lot of there's a lot of value in that, and I found that in recovery as well. Um, so so this is kind of the nuts and bolts of uh, why I'm going this route with today's episode, and then subsequently with social media posts and patron posts, Patreon posts, I should say, and uh, blogging and whatnot from this point forward. It gives me accountability. It also gives you a little bit more of a point of reference to what I am up to and then how to apply these ideas. 
um, in like I said, in, a, in an actual way, as opposed to me giving you the paints to put on your palette, I can give you show you a painting. And I think, you know, there's some value in that. Um, all right. So first and foremost, diet, I believe in strong fundamental staples of diet. And I follow all the ones that I tell you guys to follow. That being said, I don't think that everyone should mimic. You shouldn't cut and paste anything I do because I'm different than you. And, you know, I had a, a, a patron ask me, I asked him what his goals were. And he's like, I want to look like you. And I go, God bless you. Thank you. It's incredibly flattering. This man was 260 pounds and three inches shorter than me and hadn't worked out seriously in like a decade. And I was like, okay, let me be very clear. That's, I I guess, achievable, but in maybe 10 years, you know, I mean, you know, if you were 20 and thin, like super, like naturally skinny guy and you wanted to look like me, I'd be like, dude, yeah, give it a year. They're just training your ass off and following a diet. You can look like me. And I'm not being humble. That's that's reality. I'm not like my boy Mike Safi or someone who's an elite top 1% of physiques. But if you wanted to look like me and you were just a naturally thin young guy, young, very young, um, you could do that pretty quickly. But someone who's my age and incredibly overweight and has no training history, that's that's not realistic. Um, and that goes for a lot of you out there, right? You know, and that's not a, a judgment. That's a that's a point of reality. So I don't want to think that some of the fundamental ideas can absolutely be taken away from what I do. But copying and pasting is is bad idea. We're with anything. Um, but I I am a big believer that meal frequency isn't really all that important at the end of the day, as long as the calories and the protein level is, is there. But I've also found that if you are going to engage in activity frequently throughout the day, numerous, if I do, if I'm doing two workouts a day, more than three days a week, which I am doing right now, um, I have to eat more frequently. Um, I have to keep myself a little bit more stable and using, I really believe in using food for your energy and eating things that are easily digestible and then also energy creating. So I, I like to eat now. I eat five times a day. Um, and I'm not against you listening. You're, you're like, but I really like intermittent fasting and I eat twice a day and it's great for me. I then go for it. Do that. And I have at times had a lot of success and been very happy with eating twice a day. Um, and in fasting for 16, 18 hours, I can't get away with that right now with my goals and with my lifestyle. It's just not, it's not happening. Um, so I eat five times a day, usually eat around 7am around 10am, uh, then one and uh, midday, you know, four or five. And then again, right around my daughter's bedtime. So around eight o'clock, um, that's just you know that, that's a rough estimate of at least timing but that's pretty much where i'm at on days that i train which is now 6 days a week um i try to have a little so essentially what i'm saying is that i i 
cut down my calories and my carbs on days that I'm not training, which is something that I do think is a value to you. If you're training three days a week, yeah, you should probably eat a little bit more. Uh, maybe your carbs can be a little higher and your calorie count can be three, 500 calories higher on days that you are training heavily. Um, it's not really that much of a deal for me because I'm only on one day, which is today on Sundays, I, I pull back a little bit um, because it's my only day of like actual rest. Um, I am training compound movements almost exclusively with some accessory movements mixed in. But mostly, honestly, I, I base all of my training around deadlift, squat, chin-up, uh, incline bench press, dips, and um, glute, uh, some type of gluteal movement, unilateral gluteal movement like lunges, split squats, something of that nature. Um, I'm now training twice a day, which isn't for everybody, and I don't think it's actually necessary for the overwhelming majority of the public. But in seven weeks, I want to make dramatic changes, and I I don't do much um, – energy expending cardio. So the energy I do have left over, I'm, I'm devoting to training. I try to split up my training into heavy and light, meaning that, uh, one training session for push muscles was just how I split it up. I split, it's a three day split of push, pull muscles and, and then lower body. Um, I tried to do one session of push very heavy in low, really low rep range, and then I do one where I lighten it up and um, and go for bar speed, really moving quickly. And um, I that's based off of Louis Simmons' conjugate method over at Westside Barbell. It's been very effective for me, and it can be very effective for you. I don't think. Listen, this is don't put the cart before the horse. One of the very big. Uh, drawbacks to me doing this episode is I like I've been lifting weights and really monitoring my diet and being super consistent for like 20 years. This is not how everyone should train. This is not even how most of you should train. This is not, not how most of the public. In fact, it could be detrimental to try and engage in this because it's not sustainable for most people. Um, and and sustainability and and consistency are more important than anything else with diet with your profession with your uh with your training everything in your life i that's the one thing i can say with pretty good certainty is that showing up and can, and doing it for a prolonged period of time is way more important than a lot of things than most anything performance <laughs> accuracy <laughs> If you just continually do it with discipline and 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 consistency, over and over again, that is really the bread and butter. Because if you're sitting here listening and you have tried and you have failed, can you honestly say that I, the the tenets of what I just got through saying hasn't applied to you? It wasn't that the diet you were doing wasn't good enough. It wasn't that the training program didn't work. It was that you fell off the wagon and you didn't continue doing it. So try to construct things that are sustainable 
and things that you can do consistently. If you are have never really lifted weights or if you haven't done it uh, with much intensity, trying to train two days a week with a di- you know different levels of intensity and splits in a conjugate method, that's way, way not all good for you. Like really not okay because there's no fucking possibility that you're going to do that for a prolonged period of time. If you are someone who eats fast food every meal every day and is 200 pounds overweight, I'm not going to give you my diet and say like follow this to a T or else because you are not going to fucking do that. Radical changes, like a collection of radical changes is never a good idea. We all want to change. We all want to change for the better. I totally think we should do that. I think we should constantly be pushing ourselves to change and get better. I get that. But if you try to do too much too quickly, you will fail. There was an old African proverb about a guy who wanted to go across the desert. And uh, he packed up his camel with everything he could possibly find. And he's going across the desert with an old man. And uh, the old man has like four items that he puts in a little satchel and he puts it on the side of the uh, on the camel. And the, old, the young guy says, old man, there's no possible way you're going to make it through the desert with just those things. You need, uh, you need all these many, many tools that I'm taking with me. The old man says, that's good for you, but it, I, I don't necessarily agree. I, I'm good with this. Well, sure enough, they get get underway on their journey, and right from the start, the guy starts dropping a bunch of shit. The young kid is just all, there's just too much shit on his camel. It's overwhelming. The camel camel gets super tired. The guy keeps dropping stuff and not making enough room in the sack for to fit all the crap. And it's old man just kept on trucking. Sorry, son. Got to get through the desert. So uh, I'm good with my canteen and my toothbrush. <laughs> Point being, you just can't try and change everything all at once because it won't work. It will end up shooting you in the foot. So, again, let me continue with my daily protocol, but don't mimic this unless you're listening and you're like, oh, well, fucking, I'm a, <laughs> I'm getting ready for my NPC show and I'm shredded and I'm roided. And it's like, okay, well, we can talk. Um, I'm training twice a day right now. And I do break it up in a conjugate method, meaning that there's one day of maximum effort, really heavy weights, lower reps, and I'm really pushing heavy weight. And then there's a day devoted to uh, much lighter weights with extreme speed. And the uh, repetitions can get a little higher. I also am incorporating a lot of higher rep squats um, for conditioning purposes and um, weighted carries for the same thing. So I have a lower body conditioning and an upper body conditioning exercise. And I try to do as much weight as I possibly can for a long period of time with very little rest in between and, and build up and build up and build up to the point where I keep my rest intervals very short and also keep them completely stagnant. So I know I'm only resting one minute in between these sets. By the time I get to set two, three, four, I'm, I'm fucking so fatigued. I'm breathing heavily, very heavily. And so subsequently, the weights have to come very, very come down a bit. I learned this directly from Stan Efforting, and this was his method of conditioning, and it worked very well for him. And that's why he, besides walking, he doesn't do any cardio, and he's shredded year round. Um, he he does these high rep squats and carries. After the first set, getting to twenty reps on a squat is so fucking tiring, especially if you're using a weight that is of actual 
you know, like where you're actually challenging yourself. So to stay with that weight and then try to do another set of 20 with just a minute rest, it becomes, it's hell on earth. So I try to do four sets with the same weight of 20 reps. And then, you know, oftentimes by the third or fourth set, I fail. So I just keep going, keep going until I can do four sets of 20 with only one minute of rest. And then I up the weight a little bit and I start all over again. Same thing goes for weighted carries. So that's it. I, I For pull days, it's a lot of deadlifting, um, weighted chins, and bicep work, um, and some rows, some seal rows. For uh, pull day, or push day, it's, you know, incline bench, dips, um, uh, overhead press, and some, you know, lateral work, dumbbell lateral work for my shoulders with tricep work. Um for uh, legs, it's you know squats, front squats, back squats, um, split squats, lunges, and uh, Romanian deadlifts, and that's it. That's my training in a nutshell. Six days a week, two times a day. I'm also doing Muay Thai uh, two, three times a week, um, and I'm just trying to keep my skills sharp. I'm not trying. To, I'm not in a mode where I'm trying to like prepare for a fight or anything, and I'm not trying to push that. I just want to keep, like I said, the skill of fighting sharp. Um, with COVID and the lockdowns, it's just I'm not capable of get, like having lots of training partners. I'm not capable of uh, doing any grappling. So uh, right now, I just want to be able to really get you know like my jab and my teep and my 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 leg kick. I want to get it sharpened. Um, so that is, in a nutshell, right there, my training encapsulated. Obviously, every day, like I tell you all, I do 10,000. I make sure I get 10,000 steps somehow, some way. A lot of it, a lot of times I don't do any active walking. I'll do like little walks with my dog after eating, um, which has been shown to be just as effective, if not more effective than diabetes drugs like metformin at lowering blood sugar. Postprandial walks, meaning after you eat, if you go for a brisk 10-minute walk, it's just as effective as metformin at regulating blood sugar. So that's a – but – Outside of that, you know, I just, like I said, I park far away when I go grocery shopping. Uh, I play with my daughter. I do chores around the house. I do, I'm trying my best to like continually do a lot of like manual labor stuff around the house. And, you know, it just, it ends up working out to 10,000 every day. Um, And let me get back to diet. So I'm eating five times a day. I'm eating 175 grams of protein, which is one gram per pound of body weight. Um, I'm eating 2,300 calories. And uh, I break it down to about 30% fat, 30% um, carbohydrate, and then the rest comes from uh, the protein. So, you know, it, 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 it works out to about eh, 100 and no, almost exactly the same level of carbohydrate. It's about 170, 175 grams of carbs and uh, about 75, 80 grams of fat. And I break it up into five, uh, five meals and... I like to stick to veggies that keep me full and also are really easily digestible. So that's um, raw carrots, cooked spinach and cooked bell peppers and cooked zucchini. That, that almost is – that's that's what I eat almost in total. My carbs right now, I'm a big white rice fan but I just – trying to lose weight, I just don't think it's a, like a, a savvy move. It's not a prudent move to go with the uh, white rice. So I just do potatoes and fruit. Either sweet potato or regular potato. Um, I usually have about uh, six ounces of those a day, and I have uh, at least one citrus fruit and usually 
like my late night meal, I'll have another type of fruit, like usually berries, just to keep my sweet tooth at bay and to get the little added uh, micronutrients. Um, I have uh, bone broth or collagen protein every day. Make sure I get that in. And I'm not having any other protein shakes. I don't have any real protein shakes because I, I just think that I want to maximize my digestion and protein utilization. And honestly, I'm not saying don't take protein shakes. I'm saying when you're going super hard, when you're really trying to make, I'm at like 9% body fat and I'm trying to get down to six. When you're getting to that level, then you got to really start getting geeky. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm moderate fat red meats makes up most of my, um, protein intake, uh, with one serving of dairy every day, usually from Greek yogurt. I find it to be great. Um, I eat bone broth every day. Like I said, to get the collagen protein. I I choose uh, small bird bone broth as opposed to beef, even though I think the flesh of red meat is much more nutritious, um, you know, from lamb, bison, beef. I think that uh, – well, I don't think. I know Stan Efforting is another one that I took from him is that when you're making bone broth, the smaller the bone, the better it is at for getting the connective tissue and the marrows and things out to leach out into the broth. Um, it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I tr- look for chicken bone broth or turkey bone broth and I have that every day. I have a small serving of Greek yogurt every day to get my calcium, dairy calcium. I have a carrot, uh, one big carrot every day and I have a serving of uh, – of uh, citrus fruit every day. That's, you know, those are the staples of what I do. Um, I'm having eggs now. I'm probably going to pull those out as I get a little closer to my birthday um, because I'm, I just want to get away from things that are digested quickly. I want them to be digested fully and keep my protein efficiency high. So, you know, the amount of protein and amino acids that I take in, I want as much as possible to be digested and utilized. Um, and, And that's what I'm doing right now. Um, as far as like any other little geeky things, little tweaks or hacks, I don't have many. Um, I really believe in bone broth and I highly salt it with Redmond's real salt. Um, that's another, I guess you could call that a hack. Um, and supplements are none except for I take vitamin D and fish oil. I try to eat fatty fish twice a, a week. That's a little bit, I think, more efficient and better utilized by the body than fish oils themselves. But I still think there's a lot of value in daily omega-3s. I don't believe in um, intake of a lot of fats outside of the fish and the meats that I eat. And, uh, you know, the saturated fats have just been – they've simply been proven to be a little bit more well-utilized and to be better for um, leptin and blood sugar in the long run. Now, that being said – um, unless you're going full keto and you're completely lowering your protein and carbs, you can't get away with eating too many saturated fats because, uh, you know, the calorie content would just be too high. So, you know, my, my, my fat is regulated, but it is, it is up there. I'm not, I'm not fat phobic. Um, I think it's a, a real, of all the kind of trendy diet and advice that has come out, you know, the, the, the keto paleo people, the one thing that I think has been really great is getting people to realize that fat is really not the enemy and that uh, a certain level of fat and probably higher than most people think is good for your health. It regulates your hormones. It, it keeps your, your testosterone and progesterone in the right places. It can help be, you know, it can help with um, estrogenic activity uh, in comparison, glaring comparison to things like vegetable oil. 
um, which is just it's going to the the prolonged effect is going to be big, you know. Um, So that's that in a nutshell. Vitamin D every day, liposomal vitamin C every day, and uh, and my fish oil, and that's that, baby. And that's that, and I'm going to try to apply that and see how that works out. Oh, Gloria. Jesus Christ. You dog. Um, and I think that, you know, it. I don't – I'm not saying that what I'm doing is perfect. What I am saying is, is this is what I'm doing and that I'm 42 years old and I'm in great shape for a 42-year-old. This is what's working for me. I'm saying that this is what's going to work for me as someone who has 20 years of intense training under their belt and and is relatively lean and muscular. So to always take that into consideration. The things you can take away, even if you are a relative beginner. I don't avoid uh, isolation movements altogether, but I focus my training, the, the majority of my training, the dominant aspect of my training is compound movements, meaning movements that involve lots of muscle um, at one time, lots of muscle groups, the squat, the deadlift, the the dip, the weighted chin. That is over 80% of my training. And, and my intensity and focus is devoted to those things. Everything else is kind of just details. Um. I have up my protein to one gram of protein to my pound of body weight. That is something I recommend to everyone. You can even go a lot higher than that. But at times I pull it back. It's just at this point right now in my life, I, I, I can get away with regulating my diet a lot better than I used to be. So I don't necessarily have to overdo or, or even have excessive levels of protein. But it's still pretty high compared to what is recommended by any nutritionist. Um, that is something that everyone would take away. 10,000 steps a day, something that everyone should be listening to. My 10-minute my walks after my meals, twice a day. That can, that can definitely be applied to anybody and should be. Um, and my insistence on keeping a, a certain level of training in really high re- – 85 plus levels of my one rep maximum, meaning I'm training heavy. And you can't be afraid to do it. Even though I'm, my goal is losing weight, even though my goal is body fat loss, I'm still training heavy. And I will be as right up to my birthday. Um, those are definitely things that you can take away and, and can apply to your, uh, to your training. Real quick, let me tell you about free prints. Ooh, free prints. Not like let them, let prints out of jail. I mean free prints. P-R-I-N-T-S, okay? Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone. What are you going to do with them? They're just going to sit there. They're just going to live in digital limbo if you don't have free prints. Free prints is a free, free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos Right there, no cost, gratis. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year, and all you pay, small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Select the photos you want to print, choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. 
No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com, get the app, and your 1,000 free prints. Boom. Thank you to the new sponsor. Um, anyone, please join my Patreon. And I'm not just saying that because I want the money. I do want the money. But uh, because I, all the things that I just don't feel are appropriate to get into – uh, on this podcast because I just – it would be geeky and I wouldn't want to turn all you people off. But if you're into the geek, you want to get more into the nitty-gritty, you want to find more information about habit forming, about fat loss, about muscle gain, about diet, about weight loss, whatever it may be, about sexual health and function, all this stupid, geeky, worthless stuff that's in my brain, I go even deeper on my Patreon and at all tiers you get the free added bonus pod. So just go to Patreon and look for Mike Catherwood, and it is there for you. Plus, there are uh, there are boosts in um, content with every subsequent tier that you go up. There is three tiers, with the top one being you get to work personally with me, at least you know via email and and live chats and all that. And my first live chat for my patrons will be at the end of this week, coming up on the end of February. I'm going to try to figure out a way to work in the best way to do a live chat so that you all can just talk to me and we can shoot the shit and get to know each other a little better and I can get some ideas on what you're thinking about, your questions, and you guys can get what's going on in my head a little bit more. So there you go. That is at Patreon. Also, my new show, Great News with Kevin Ryder from Kevin and Bean fame. I love it. I really believe in it. It makes me smile. I hope it makes you smile to watch it. It's all just positive, uplifting stories. Available everywhere podcasts are uh, available and also on YouTube. You can look at our faces. Hooray! All right. In this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember, I do. Be good, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.